Hey, hey, what's up? How's it going, Joey? There we go. Good. Oh, good afternoon. That's my wife that just popped in. <laughs> hey. <Hi. laughs> She's a big part of it, too, just as well. So she helps me in every way. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate her helping you out. Appreciate the time from you, man. Won't keep you for too long, but want to get into this Journeys cover band and uh, talk a little anthrax and get your opinion on a couple of things. But uh, tell me about this band, man. I know it's gone on for a couple years now. I think it started kind of right before the pandemic, right before you kind of got to get things going on it. But tell me about putting together this band. Well, that... um that the band really Chris and I when we were on a cruise I I we put together a, a acoustic should I say like no amps just a keyboard and and the keyboard player Doug Carter and I, he's fantastic and I had met him before and I said you know what we did some journey basically did a night of journey acoustically and then we had a, a friend of ours on the boat too wanted to join us which isn't with the project, but at the time we had two keyboards. So we <laughs> finished the night and I said to Doug, long story short, I said, geez, we're Chris and I were both going, Hey, is there any way uh, you'd be interested in doing a full journey thing? Cause I always wanted to do one. And he goes, yeah, I got the band. And lo and behold, he's, you know, he lives in Nashville and he's got a bunch of great musicians that he plays with all the time. And uh, here we are, you know, and again, when you mentioned something about us doing something before COVID, at that time, we hadn't even, I haven't even met the rest of the guys. We just <laughs> kind of flew in and did a show, and it was probably a little too early for us. We won't do that again. But, you know, it went well for what it was, but obviously it was just too early. We hadn't even really got a chance to get our feet on the ground and 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 play together, you know. And now, now that we've actually uh, rehearsed a couple of times, got to know each other better, and now it's been just basically we've been keeping uh, in tabs together and we had some shows. I think we've probably done around five, five now, if I'm correct. And now we're looking at another nine so far on the books. So, you know, I'm really excited about doing it. I love doing uh, classic rock in general, but Journey has always been one of my favorite uh, fun bands genre. And I mean, I've always loved them long before. <laughs> Steve came, and then when Steve came, and I'm here, I'm already into the Yes and the Foreigners and Kansas and Led Zeppelin and everything else that goes with it, you know, and I just love that. So, I mean, Journey, just overall catalog, I, I just dig. And, of course, there's a lot more to really cover, but uh, we have a pretty sharp set as it is, so. I'm happy with that. I love it, man. I feel like a lot of people do bands for extra money, and this feels like a real pure po uh, passion project for you, just doing it out of the love for the music, which is great to see. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I mean, there's no frills. Uh, I don't, you know, obviously I'm not trying to, uh, I mean, I've met Steve, I've, I've met Neil, I've done, I've, I've been around the guys, and I'm, I'm so grateful to have been spent some time or even been in the building with them all. But overall, I, I, in, I endear the music so much that uh, it's just fun to be able to have a band and do great music. And then the rest really will come a long way, you know, and I really want to do it more, do the corporate thing and, and do the festivals and uh, take it on anywhere, uh, casinos, whatever it may be, even clubs. I mean, we play clubs and there's some really, really a lot of fun shows. I mean, it's like the old days, you know, <laughs> get up and you jam and you have fun and there's a lot of good banner. 
I love it, man. And and it's really, it's more of a cover band than a tribute band. You're not doing your hair like Steve Perry. You're not putting on the spandex. You're not trying to be Steve Perry. You're just Joey singing Journey songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I I don't like using the word tribute, but I mean, it, at the end of the day, we have to let people know that it is not... Obviously, I've been a thrash band. Right. I don't want anybody to go thinking, well, it's a, it's a uh, what is it? Is it a band doing solo music? No, it's it's actually a night of journey and basically uh, with great musicians, you know, that love. These guys love the, the band. They do love rock, too. They're really into hard rock. I mean, we we're capable of doing a lot of things, which we were going to do eventually more stuff, you know. I love it. I love it. Is there any tune on the uh, on the set list, on that Journey set list, and all those great songs and Steve Perry's big, amazing voice? Is there anything where you're like looking forward to it, or maybe like, uh oh, let's hope, let's hope I can pull this one off tonight? Is there any song that that kind of challenges you on that set list of all those Journey tunes? Well, uh, you know, there's there's songs that challenge me in different ways. You know, when you do ballads, there's a lot of nuances, and it's a lot of uh, uh, the slight and the delivery. And then there's songs like Separate Ways. I always love, you know, it's a full, it's full compact tune, you know, and you go back in the old days with Wheel in the Sky and it's a nice kind of smooth, but it's very compact with a lot of, as the wheel turns, you know, there's a lot of, song, a lot of pieces, even some of the newest stuff, like even on Raised on Radio, like uh, say Girl Can't Help It, that's a loaded tune. It just doesn't stop. And, and it's nice. It's different, different, uh, vibes on all the songs i i i don't fear any of them and i always have my own approach with it i i get it as close as i can but i also like to have a little room for my own individuality you know uh that that's real important for me because if i sit there and try to dot all the t's and i's and (laughs) and and be so worried about things and then it doesn't come off genuinely uh flowing for me uh yeah are you using a full mic stand when you do this band? <laughs> I have a beef, the the earlier shows that I did. I'm up to maybe pull it back just because I don't feel like carrying it around, and it's and it's a job to go over to somebody else's gear and rip that out of the out of the out of their stand, and and I go, yeah, you got to take this piece, and by the time I get it all, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it without it. I'm not used to my left hand has always been occupied. Yeah both ends and it's just something that i've always had back in the early days because the big stand would bang into people (laughs) the one the one mic just didn't feel right to me and the you know even the stand itself by itself in one stationary it just didn't feel right to me you know but i've always loved the the half stand but no i'm gonna try without it i'm gonna try without it well, looking forward to the show. We have you in our market at Yamava Resort and Casino on August the 25th, playing along with uh, Gilby Clark's The Keith Richards. Have you played with him before? Are you old friends with Gilby? Yeah, well, uh, Gilby actually, uh, I, well, the last time I just seen him too, We, were, uh, Chris and I and Anthrax actually, but we went to the first Pantera opening show in Mexico City. Uh, Gilby was on the side of the stage and, you know, of course, we were watching on Zach's side, so we just kind of stood together. But before that, prior to that, during COVID, we had um, a Dio uh, live stream. Oh, right. And I, I did five tunes on that. And uh, Gilby came in last at the end of the live stream thing. Uh, we did Long Live Rock and Roll together. He was the guitar player in the song. And uh, number one else, whoever was part of it. And then um, there's Sean, Sean on the bass. 
He's playing bass and the Keith uh, Keith, Keith Rickard, Richards. He right. just told me last night. So he played bass on a lot of the stuff too, and uh, he's awesome too. Really great guy. Yeah, Sean McNabb, great great bass player, and looking forward to seeing both of you guys play together. And uh, wanted to talk a little Anthrax with you. I mean, looking forward to this Journey show. I I kind of had an idea of what you were going to do based on the uh, Anthems album and doing the Keep On Running cover of Journey. So it's like, okay, I, I can see what's coming here. But uh, wanted to say congrats on 40 years of Anthrax and got to see uh, uh, on the 40th celebration tour at the at the Hollywood Palladium with Chuck D came out, which was really cool. And more recently in our market, but I'm kind of curious, uh, is there any song that you wrote that you look forward to singing every night still on stage with Anthrax? Uh, Anthrax, I don't really have any specialty. I mean, obviously, all the great classics that we do, the people are really counting on us doing, like Indians and Cotton Amash and I Am the Law, you know, Madhouse and Medusa and, you know, uh, God, I mean, we, we, pulled out, we pulled out AIR, that last show in Milwaukee. Uh we don't dig too deep. Sometimes, sometimes the deep stuff becomes a little unfamiliar for everyone and, and for ourselves too. But I'm up for anything I feel comfortable doing. I want to be able to do songs that I feel great doing that go well with the crowd and the, and the, and the set that we're doing. Sometimes if you dig too deep, kind of lose people too. And then the, the actual, some songs aren't just meant to be live. Mm-hmm. They, they're really great studio stuff, but I, I don't really have any personal favorites other than those ones I mentioned. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy everything. I don't dis. I'm not one of those ones that are like I'm so tired of this song. Right? <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't be in that mode. I mean, I won't do anything entirely if I don't feel like I'm in it all the way. You know, obviously some songs, sure they they have their moments of like little difficulties, whether it's a different key that's a little odd, or the songs is so loaded with lyrics, which a lot of them are, <laughs> uh, versus say the journey stuff. You know, you have a lot of times where there's a lot of gaps. But yet it's still, I mean, everything is in the right key, too. We really, really stick with the right, everything is in the right tuning, should I say. The tuning of the guitar, it's the right, exactly like the record, you know, and that's what I like. Beautiful, man. It, just to touch on my little anthrax, uh, I really came in on the I'm the man. That was my first anthrax cassette. And I thought it was so cool. Hey, look, the drum, the singer's going to go play the drums while the drummer comes out and sing. And kind of curious, uh, do you play drums before growing up or was it just kind of easy enough song to learn how to play on the drums? No, I mean, I'm the man gives me no no opportunity to do anything worth a crap. <laughs> no, I, I, I've been since seventh and eighth grade. I was drummer. Ah, I've been drumming for quite a while, and I, you know, I had had continued to the the eighty around the eighties, and I became out front. I went out front, but meanwhile, before that, I was always singing and playing drums at the same time. Ah, interesting. I had the, I had the full boom. Uh huh. You know, finally the headset came around, and I've been doing you know the classic rock three piece. I had a band called Cheap Bigway, which is no longer together at the moment, and uh, or whatever. Um, we did Rush and. Pink Floyd and ZZ Top and White Snake and Journey and yeah, we did all kinds of stuff and and I would sing and play the whole night, so I enjoyed it. But I'm the man. You really, it was just kind of a a thing. Or yeah, you go up and I'll go out front, Charlie. And <laughs> of course, they really didn't give me. I mean, I played it fun, but I you know there wasn't much for me to do in that tune, unfortunately. You know. Well, I love it, man. And I, I've always, I played drums a little bit as a kid until I got into radio, but I've always thought that drummers make the best singers. 
Well, I keep in mind when I am in a band playing drums, I'm very, very uh, uh, attentive to what the vocals are doing and not overplaying. You know, obviously, I still am the drummer, so I still have to do my thing right. and kind of keep, keep that right. But, you know, keeping good time and being solid was more important for me to not overdo it for the singer. So, and I and I learned a lot by doing that, you know, and I do listen to albums with that in mind all the time. I wonder where someone's going when they're writing, you know, the vocals around the drums and you just need to know where the pockets are, you know? Yeah, I think I think playing drums makes it easier for you to be a singer. Like, you know where that beat is and, and, and much more on, on the beat. Um, you know, speaking of Anthrax, last couple albums have been great. I mean, Worship Music for All Kings. I know a new album is coming probably next year at this point. Have you gotten to do any vocals yet? No, I haven't done anything yet. I I kind of clear I clear the the air until everything is about getting closer to that point where you need to start gearing up to go in and sing stuff. Yeah. It's an exciting time to be able to take on song from song, you know, song to song and really just find the best path to a great, great version of something that may or may not be what you're expecting uh, for me and for the fans and the band just as well. So, yeah, it's a really interesting time. Uh, I, I, I love the studio. I mean, we do we record the journey the journey stuff. I've been, we've been recording that too. Uh-uh. Whether we put it out, I don't know. Yeah, we haven't really gotten to that 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 point where like we're mixing and yet a lot of it's just dropping parts and uh, some of it could be for audio for like yourself if you wanted or we put up on a website or something. And it's also just fun. Just you know, I did some tracks last night and I did the drums last night. So hey, you want to lay the vocal down on? So even just that is fun regardless of whatever we use it for you know it's good practice do you ever think you'll get to new music original music with the uh the journey band uh yeah it's a great uh, potential i mean obviously um i'd like to learn more tunes for the journey and then also we have another project in mind that we're hoping to maybe do with that mm. uh we could do a multiple uh, multiple night with it and a different genre of music so, you know, I'm going to leave it at that because I'm not really sure what the expectations are at the moment mm. with where we're at with it, because I, I, it's probably a little too early to get all excited about something that I, that I, I feel that maybe I should put the brakes on with talking about it. <laughs> I can easily talk about it. <laughs> I've been doing my own thing. I, I, I take I, I have my own tracks about working out for the last couple uh two, three, two and a half years of all kinds of good classic stuff from anything from Ambrosia to Elton John to Judas Priest to the Sabbath to whatever, Kansas. Uh, and it's just tons of stuff I could do by myself that I've recorded and mixed a lot of stuff. So that's really been a lot of fun. I've been doing gigs with that. And that gives me, I mean, I'm off with that. I go, I, I can hit <laughs> all the buttons to do all kinds of different stuff at a, at a drop of a hat. If somebody wanted a bunch of this, then they got it, you know? Uh, but it's a lot of deep cuts too. I, I dig doing that. So I just like the, the, the camaraderie of being able to do something I can do by myself. I have to, but you know, when you got the band, you always have to make sure that everybody's all geared up and ready and available because other people have gigs. Sure. I know. I get that. <laughs> yeah, your your drummer and Anthrax a little busy right now with that band called Pantera. Well, yeah, and of course we've we've had fill-ins for that, and uh, not not for the journey thing. We we're hoping not to have to do that, but you know sometimes uh, other people are busy doing stuff, 
and there will be people that that will could could come in and take it take a take a night and uh, do a fine job. But I like I like keeping things solid if I can. Yeah, you know? absolutely, well, Joey. I appreciate all the time. Last thing I got to hit you with, man. We're an old school radio station. We do a feature called Mandatory Metallica every night at ten o'clock, which you're going to be a part of. And I've recently been in this Metallica debate. Recently, I wanted to get your opinion on it. I've been debating the best Metallica album with a friend of mine. Uh, my friend Brad West from the band Against the Sun, his favorite Metallica album is Ride the Lightning, and mine is Master of Puppets. I'm curious for you out of those two, which would be your favorite, Master or Ride the Lightning? Master. Yeah. Yeah, my wife said the same thing the other day. In fact, it was just the other day, my friend was trying to get her, get her to talk about some of the new stuff, and we're like, oh, but we're like, you know, Master of Puppets. And, you know, Ride the Lightning. I'm, of course, I, I'm dear to my heart. We were out at the time Cliff was yeah. passed on that tour, and that was the Master of Puppets tour. So that was like, you know, I mean, that'll always forever be in my my mind, you know. Uh, what, a, what a great opportunity to get in the midst of doing something that we were on a path to doing with them at that time, you know. Any, at- any stories or memories of Cliff? Well, to tell you the truth, um, it happened so fast while we're on the route on, on the road. But he at the at the catering, I started to get to talk to him and stuff. And and he really was a genuinely a, a just a kind and open person. And I and I feel bummed that we never really got to to get into that more. You know, uh, that's I mean, obviously, when we get there, we're a band and they're a band. And they got their thing going. So we hadn't really got I personally hadn't had the point of getting so close to them, you know, because a lot of bands, they they roll a little different. Sure. And obviously there's boundaries and all that stuff, you know, for good reasons, you know. But yeah, I, that's I mean, I and plus I watch them every night. I, I, you know, I was really, really happy to be there and watch them do their thing. And look at them now, you know, they still go strong and man, it's awesome. It's just really awesome to see them do their thing. And of course, the big four, you know, I I can always get uh, put my hand on that and say we're all part of that with them, you know. Yeah. What I wouldn't get for another big four show is lucky enough to see the one in Indio that you, you know, that you guys did in California. I know we didn't do enough. Right. No. No, we should have been more of those shows. Yeah, and actually, that was Jeff Hanneman's last show ever with with Slayer. He jumped on stage for a few songs. Last time we got to see him, R.I.P. I know, my God. I there were some moments. Oh, with God, Slayer. There's a lot of moments with those guys. I mean, another one. You know, I'm hoping I'll be seeing Gary because obviously we we did uh, Exodus Black Label, and yeah, he may he may be coming out to to see us when we hit the California run. Oh, I'll cool. Yeah, I love Gary's into the old school rock too. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Now, love are, you, are, are you a radio station out there that's going to be uh, uh, plug it, plug in the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the local rock radio station in the market of the Yamava Casino Heritage now, Rock how far, Station. How far is that from downtown LA? Like uh, probably a good 65, 70 miles east. Kind of so on your way. Not too close. Not really. It, you would think that some of those shows like never get that close to one another. Yeah. We were but pretty. We're pretty close to uh, where you just played at Riverside Municipal Auditorium back in February on the Anthrax 40th anniversary. Right with the racetrack. I remember there was a monster event there, right? Uh, well, not not there. There is a Fontana Speedway. 
which oh, is kind of close what, by. What was one you're talking about? Oh, Riverside Municipal Auditorium in California. Oh, with the with Black Label and Exodus. Yeah, it was like February seventeenth or something like that. I want to say early is this that year. Like an, it's an older venue. Yeah, yeah, wooden floors yeah. and everything, two story, like outdoor patio, kind of like yeah, almost like an old hotel. I remember totally. Yeah. Monster was it? Yeah, I know it's. I know I'm at the wrong one. That was really the last show. In fact, the one after that, where I don't know where the hell that was. Oh, that was the Grove of Anaheim the next night, next day, Angel right. Stadium, next to the baseball right. stadium. Yeah. So how's 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 the casino? You like it? I do, and they've they've finally. It's always been a casino. Now they added a hotel to it, so they've kind of upgraded it. They upgraded the music venues in the place, so it's a great location, great sound, great place to play, and and always packed. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really exciting. I mean, it's hard to really get my head around both of us and all of us just to, to know what we're going into and what's going to happen. And I know Metallica's in town for around the whiskey time, so it should be interesting to see, you know, who wants to have a little bit of different twist and music wise. So yeah, well, you're lucky. You're on the you're on the uh, off night of the of the Metallica tour that they're doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know what? At the same time. There's a lot of uh, it's a, quite the demograph, so it's not like we're lost in that area. It's not like right. we're a heavy metal band and right. <laughs> yelling with that. But it's not one for one. Just to yeah. put a, just to put a button on the uh, the Metallica thing, pick a song for Mandatory Metallica. We can play for you. Do you have a favorite? Well, I don't know. I'd probably say Master. Master. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it's really I mean, it was an opening tune. The whole backdrop, the whole thing, you know, it's just a riff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's heavy, good. epic, the dual solo in the middles. Uh, oh, yeah, I love I love the dually guitars, you know. That, which There's James good. doesn't do too often. What's that? Headfield doesn't do a lot. There's not a lot of dual solos in Metallica stuff. It's mainly just Kirk, but but yeah, James Kirk, a couple. But they 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 do small stuff it's like yeah. like. Not quite thin Lizzie's, but it's it's <laughs> cl- close to that kind of thing. But yeah, Kirk, uh, I love Kirk would show up every once in a while and jam with us a couple of times. He has. Uh, yeah, it, it was great. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We're laughing our asses off. Yeah. Beautiful. Joey, absolute dream to t- get to talk to you. Thank you so much for the time. And I'll be sure to share the air date and all the links and everything with the interview. So you can uh, share that as well and, and look forward to the show. Absolutely, man. It's a, it's a, it's awesome. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, it's a real, really, really helpful. And uh, God, you know, our first, my first, our first radio for the Beyond Frontiers. So yeah, I get, <laughs> I get that in my, my credit. Thank you so much for the time, guys. Have a good one. Bye bye. Yeah, link up with us. Don't be afraid to we'll link up and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'll be sure to share everything with you. Glad I got the email and and thank you again for the time, Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks. Take care. You bet, man. Take care, Mike. Bye bye. Take care now. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety. Available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m. to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.